Welcome to Living Wisely, Living Well, timeless wisdom to enrich every day with Asha Nayaswamy, one of the spiritual directors of Ananda Palo Alto and a founding member of Ananda Worldwide. If you enjoy this content and are inspired by the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and his disciple Swami Kriyananda, find Asha on YouTube, Facebook, all podcast directories, and her website, ashajoy.org. Living Wisely, Living Well, June 11th. Keep your spine ever straight. It is the channel through which energy flows up to the brain. If that upward flow is weakened or impeded, your power to meet life challenges will diminish. Truthfulness demands an attitude of firmness, integrity, and clear vision. These virtues all depend on the upward flow of energy in the spine. Well, that's a lot of fun, isn't it? Master said, a bent spine is the enemy of self-realization, is how he put it. Uh, Metaphysically and physically, the spine is the central channel through which the the whole organism is... um, energized and guided. This is the whole science of osteopath and especially of chiropractic work. The chiropractor has deduced, has studied and understood that all the nerve centers in the spine, if they are in any way impeded, physically impeded, then you may have a symptom in your head or in your foot or in your elbow, but it can often be traced to the nerve fundamentally being impeded in the spine and when they physically readjust the, the bones in the spine or release muscle tension in the spine, then the nerve channel is uh, unimpeded and the difficulty with your hand may alleviate even though they've never touched your hand. I myself have been a great fan of chiropractic treatment for decades and I've personally experienced the profound relationship between the spinal adjustments and the rest of my body. The nerve plexes, physical nerve plexes, are centered along the spinal column in, in relationship to where the subtle um, nerve centers are, which are the chakras. So the way um, the body is manifested from when the sperm and ovum unite in what Master says is the first cell which he says at the moment of conception is when life begins. That's the medulla. And the first thing that happens is that that's something that just looks like a straight line, a little physical thing that looks like a straight line, like a little potato stick or a matchstick, is from the medulla, from the brain, down to the base of the spine. And that's how the soul, the jiva, begins to manifest a physical body. And it's the chakras, the magnetism of the chakras on an energetic level begin to attract the material, the literally the physical materials that are going to make the body. That's what the baby is doing in the womb. It's exercising its subtle energy to attract the molecules and to create the magnetic pattern that's going to create the body. And the magnetic pattern that's in the chakras is the collective consciousness and the collective karma. Karma in this sense means the necessary lessons for which this incarnation, which is the purpose of this incarnation, whatever the jiva needs to learn is a pattern of a magnetic pattern in the chakras and the physical body, even the 
womb that it chooses to come into, the mother and father that it chooses to come into, is because of that magnetic pattern. Then that magnetic pattern is established, encased um, by the material form, and then the, the form of the body, the gender, the, the health or the malformation, the beauty, the strength, the weakness, all of those characteristics, which people think of as heredity, are actually chosen by the soul because they match its karma. And then all those factors do come into play, but the soul would never enter into that stream of influence unless it was karmically appropriate. So then when we start talking about life and we start talking about working out karma or even just living in a normal physical way, the spine remains the central definition of where our life force is from the base of the spine to the top of the head, which I've remarked on other occasions. The body, the limbs of the body can be cut off and the whole consciousness and the whole personality is still present. But if you intrude from the base of the spine or the top of the head, then you have intruded to where the life force actually emanates from and then the the body can't live after that. Um, So even physically, you know, a strong upright posture um, has a lot of dynamic magnetism and some uh, often people in the military are trained to stand up really straight and strong and whenever you see a man or a woman come into a space who have a, a very straight up posture with a lot of energy from the center of who they are, it always makes an impression on you. I, I grew up in an age in the last um, two generations, it's been now since I was a teenager, um, there's been a huge shift in um, uh, the athleticism of women and even, I, pres- I presume, even just the sheer stature of people who are inhabiting female bodies. It's just been a different era. A friend of mine who was uh, my age, when she was uh, in high school, she was about five six as a woman, and she said she was just the tallest woman around. Now five six is probably about average, five foot six inches. I remember sitting in a coffee shop here in the Palo Alto area, and a whole crowd of women came in. It turned out it was one of their sports teams. It was either the volleyball or the basketball team, and they were beautiful women, all of them. They weren't. Um, they were they were very uh, they were very conscious in themselves of being women, but they were huge is the only word I can think of, <clears throat> especially compared to my generation. And there was just a whole bunch of them, and they were all just wandering about, feeling perfectly comfortable in bodies that would have been only possible in, on that on that height and that strength differently. But but the thing about it is is they had this straight, strong spine that gave them a whole lot of that force. Now there's another aspect, of course, metaphysically, the chakras are also there, and a straight spine has a, has a let me put, phrase it this way, when our consciousness is correct, correct meaning upward moving and courageous and expansive and looking toward the light, um, automatically we stand strong. Now, not everybody with straight posture is a good person, (laughs) but people with straight posture usually also have access to energy. 
and access to power, which is a manifestation of God. They might not necessarily have access to love or to um, joy, but they will have access to that one aspect of God, which is power, because there are, well, there are eight manifestations of God, and you can look up other of my work, and it'll sort of talk to you about this, because it's very interesting. And any aspect of it is a manifestation of God to that extent. Of course, to be a perfect manifestation of the divine, all the qualities have to be in place. Love, peace, calmness, joy, energy, energy, energy or power, as you call it, wisdom, light, and sound. You have to have them all combined to really be a pure manifestation of the spirit. But we don't develop evenly. The way we develop as human beings is more like you have a warehouse full of furniture and it all has to be moved from one side of this big warehouse to the other. And you can only carry one piece at a time and you have to walk the whole distance and walk all the way back. So all the furniture is eventually going to be moved, but some pieces are going to get way ahead of the others. You don't actually have to deliver them all the way to the far wall. You can push everything a few inches. You can take one piece. You can do it any way you like. Sooner or later, you're going to move it all. And how you choose to do it is how we develop. So you see people who are very powerful, have tremendous magnetism, but they might not have any love at all. But still, they have gained something in terms of developing their consciousness. And weird though it may seem, they may may be more advanced than someone who seems nicer, but whose energy is so low that they haven't even begun the process of moving the furniture, so to speak. They're just sleeping in one of the lounge chairs leaning up against the wall. So it's, um, it's not so easy to figure out, you know, sort of who's who and what's what. That's where the eight manifestations of God are so very interesting, as are a whole lot of other things, the caste system and various others. I'm just tantalizing you with things that you can search on my YouTube channel or in other sources if you like. But coming back to the spine... The other reason that people do not have a straight spine is has nothing to do with the spine directly. It's that if we have, um, if we are afraid in our hearts, if we're afraid of people, if we're um, if we have a negative attitude toward people, if we're if we're disinclined to love, we have power but we don't have much love. If we've been very badly hurt and we're afraid of being hurt again if we're very dependent on our the frontal lobe of our brain and our left brain way of figuring things out and we're not very comfortable with the feeling or the intuitive level of things, we can also bend our spine. But the purpose of bending the spine is that we're trying to pull back the heart. We're trying to pull the heart back from involvement with the world. And that can cause people to pull their shoulders forward, even to put their head down and their head forward a little bit all of which results in bending the spine. People will also put their heads forward a little bit because they're used to meeting the world with the intellect first. I don't want to feel things first, I want to analyze them first. And so then there's an inclination to lean the head forward and push, push with the frontal lobe. A, a, a notable characteristic of Swami Kriyananda when he was younger, and his body did bend a little bit, I'm I'm discounting sheer physiological factors, which is the way you may just maybe 
constructed or, or weaknesses in the spine. Let's just put that aside for a moment. I'm just talking about the psychological or the spiritual reasons that people do things. A characteristic of Swamiji when he was younger, before his spine began to collapse a little bit, was when you looked at him in profile, the, the, he broke the plane, so to speak, when he would move forward. His heart was way out forward, which is to say he lifted up his, he lifted his chest, he pulled back his shoulders, he straightened his spine, and he, he met the world heart first. And his, his frontal lobe was not far behind, but by just a little bit, his heart would, was first. And as a consequence, he was exceedingly dynamic, he was fearless, and his mind was exceedingly clear because his heart was unafraid. Master says that reason follows feeling. So if feeling is prejudiced in a certain way or protective in a certain way, whatever it might be, if it has a preconception, the heart will persuade the mind. I read recently that the same, what they call gray matter that's present in the brain, they actually have discovered the same kind of uh, cellular structure in the heart. I hope I have expressed that scientific fact correctly. But the point was that when people say they think from the heart, in fact, people really do think from the heart, that the brain and heart, um, from the yogic point of view, it's always been understood how strongly connected they were. So Swami's straight spine was because of the courage of his heart. And it's a very interesting exercise. If one is really trying to straighten the spine, Sometimes people kind of create tension in the back and pull the shoulders back, and it's all very uncomfortable. A much better way to, to think about it is think of if, if there's a string on the heart, and that string is not being fold, pulled straight horizontally, that string is being pulled upward slightly. As if there were somebody standing in front of you on a tall mountain, and he cast out a line, let's call it a, a, a gossamer thread of light, and that attaches to your heart, and then... The, the great sage standing on the mountaintop very gently and happily begins to reel you in, but you're being pulled by your heart. I mean, that's, that's what it is. That's what it is actually to have a straight spine. To have a straight spine is to have a very open heart. Shoulders fall back, heart, chest is lifted, and when the chest is slightly lifted, then the spine automatically gets straight. And when the chest is lifted, the head goes back also. So it's a much more interesting way and much more, I have found, Self, um, self-revealing, which is to say you learn more about yourself by trying to straighten your spine by opening your heart. So, Swami says, keep your spine ever straight. It is the channel through which energy flows up to the brain. If that upward flow is weakened or impeded, your power to meet life's challenges will diminish. Truthfulness demands an attitude of firmness, integrity, and clear vision. These virtues all depend on the upward flow of energy in the spine. Joy to you, my friends. Our work is made possible by inspired listeners. So if you feel to support Asha, you can make a one-time donation or for unique members-only content, subscribe through Patreon. Blessings and thank you.